Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Get Up Sam Podcast. Um, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you know, I'm pretty proud of myself because I've gone live twice this month for my podcast. So, you know, we're making moves because if you have been following my podcast journey, you know, I haven't been the most consistent, but we're about to change that. So I know what you might be thinking as well if you're watching on Facebook Live right now that it's a little late, but you know what? I'm very comfortable with myself and I'm a night owl, a proud night owl. It's always been that way and that's how it is. And you know what? When you're really on your grind, like the time of day doesn't matter. So it is what it is. Also, I really believe like when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, what God has been, what God has called you to do, like the time of day doesn't matter. Like whoever is meant to hear it, see it, whatever is going to be there, is going to see it. So, you know what, maybe I like to go live during the day, but there's going to be somebody who tunes in tonight that needed to hear something I'm going to say. I don't know. And also, bear with me, because I'm really excited right now. <laughs> I've been excited for the past couple of days, and so I guess when I'm excited, I talk fast. I, I mean, I already talk fast, but I talk faster than usual, so if I'm talking kind of fast, y'all, like faster than usual, I'm sorry. I'm excited. Play it back on iTunes, and then you can slow it down or speed it up, whatever your preference is. So I'm just throwing that out there in advance. So guys, you know it's about to go down because I got my notes. Um, so I just want to shout out a, a couple people before I get started because um, I really appreciate y'all. So shout out Ralph because he definitely messaged me like, yo, when's the next podcast coming out? And I'm like, it's coming this week, I promise. But I really just appreciate your encouragement um, from day one. And when you come up on the lives and you like shout me out in the comments and all that, like I really appreciate it. So shout out Ralph, shout out my big brother Dwight, DJ Dub. Um, like you again, you're another reason why this podcast is being done. Shout out my friend Ashley. Um, we actually formed a friendship because she heard my podcast, and I just appreciate her encouragement. She was supposed to be my roomie for Women Evolve, but she wasn't this year, and that's okay because we're gonna be in there next year. Um, also shout out Dave Anderson. He usually tunes in. Um, I heard that BullyCon was a success. So I just want to give you um, credit where credit is due. That's what's up. And hopefully I'll be at the next one. Also, shout out my other mother, Miss Shelly Shelton, because she was on me too. Like, when's the next podcast? And I'm like, it's coming. <laughs> and my sisters, Carla and Felicia, um, I appreciate your encouragement as well. So shout out to all you guys. I love y'all. So yeah, next order of business. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys this when I went live earlier this month. Um... So I know like I put out a bunch of episodes all at once because I just wanted to like get it out there. And those were the episodes that I have done earlier this year. And so I just threw them out there, literally like no editing um, and it's out of order. But I really just wanted to get the content out there. I was tired of holding on to it. So forgive me all, but just know going forward, we're going to get this editing together. We're going to... Um, we're going to put content out in order because we're going to do it on time and not wait months before releasing stuff. So if you saw that on iTunes or wherever you listen from and you saw it was out of order, I'm sorry. Like I just put it out there because I had to just get it out there. Um, also, speaking of improvements to come, guys, the procrastination has been real. Like I got my uh, microphone to do the podcast i mean you see i still have my headphones but i got my microphone to do the podcast back in april and i literally just opened it like 20 minutes ago so yeah obviously procrastination is not one of my no it's not obviously procrastination is something that i am overcoming as we speak okay okay um 
so yeah, like I'm just excited for the things to come. But I just wanted to let you guys know that what I put out last time, um, yeah, it's just out there. It is what it is. It's raw. And honestly, like I'm excited for what's to come because I'll be able to look back on these podcasts and be like, yo, I was really like sitting in my house, like even sitting on the floor, just doing a podcast, like before I really like got it together and, um, you know, don't despise humble beginnings, small beginnings. Um, I'm a believer in that, obviously, because you see what I'm doing. And again, it's all about the encouragement. Because if it was, you know how we could be like, we can be slaves to perfection and um, know that we're supposed to do something, but wait until everything's nice and perfect. But I want to just show somebody that, like, you don't have to have all your ducks in a row to be doing stuff. Like, as is, as you are, like, you are enough. And um, the right people are going to feel you. And don't worry about anybody else. So that's what we're doing here. Also, I thought you guys were going to be able to see my shirt more, but you can't. But it says do not disturb. It's from Walmart. <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to say that. But anyways, um, I have my do not disturb shirt on because I don't want nobody bothering me while I'm recording the podcast. And also, <laughs> that's the vibes for the rest of, you know, tomorrow's August 1st. That's the vibes for the rest of 2019. Do not disturb. Like, I'm focused, y'all. I have things to do. I have plans that I'm trying to make reality. And so, Do Not Disturb is the vibe for what's to come. So, yeah, shout out Walmart for my Do Not Disturb tank top. And what else, what else, what else? So, as you guys know, I like to update you guys on what's going on in my life. And as if you've been watching me on Facebook, you know I've been living my best life, my entire best life, my whole best life, traveling everywhere. Like, literally, this past month of July, I was somewhere every weekend except for one. And it was awesome. But um, other than that, which I'm about to get into, I'm definitely about to tell you guys about the conferences a little bit. Um, I've been enjoying my family. Uh, We're all, all six of us, including myself. Yeah, I'm the oldest out of four. So all of my siblings are home right now. My parents are home right now, praise God. And even though we're not always all home at the same time and stuff, like there's certain nights like tonight where we all are home together and it's just... It feels so good, honestly. I love my family more than anything. And, you know, like, times are changing. Um, my brother's going, he goes to school out in Cali. Um, I'm doing my thing. I was in college. Now I'm a working woman and living my best life, as you guys see. My sister is going into her senior year of high school. Uh, my brother, my baby brother, is, like, not a baby anymore. So we're all, and my mom is working again for the first time in years. My dad has always been um, working, so... We're all like going our separate ways slowly but surely as life is happening. So it just feels good on nights like tonight and just certain times over the summer where we've been able to get together as a family and just enjoy each other because I don't know about you guys, but when my family gets together, we have a lot of fun. There's a lot of laughs. There's a lot of love. So I've been thankful for that. And also, um, I've been thankful for just the impromptu things that you can do with the warm weather in the summer. Like last night, my boyfriend and I, we just drove into the city, parked the car and went for a walk along the Hudson River. And it was just so amazing like just to talk and walk and like look at the views and I don't know why but the rats was just I was scared and fascinated all at the same time because there's so many rats in the city it's gross but anyways we just walked and talked and um, there's nothing like quality time and just enjoying like living in a moment so that's what I've been up to really in a nutshell so what I wanted to talk about was um this episode is called cups and conferences because it is a continuation of the cup tattoo and it also is about um the conferences that i've been going to 
So that's where the inspiration for the title came, came from. So I guess we can get into some of the things that I had to talk about now that we have all of that out the way. So yeah, like I said, July, I've literally gone somewhere every weekend except for one. And it wasn't intentional. Like I planned to go to Women Evolve, which is Sarah Jakes Roberts conference in Denver and Pinky Promise, which is Heather Lindsay's conference, which is usually in Atlanta. But this year we were in Florida, in uh, Fort Lauderdale, basically. So those conferences I had planned in advance to go to because I went to them last year and they were bomb. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going back next year. So those I already had in the calendar. But what I didn't have planned that I knew was all God was Tiffany Montgomery's Millions Conference, which was, again, awesome um, for sure and right on time. So I just wanted to talk about each of the conferences a little bit because I know some of you guys, you either like saw me post about it or you've heard about them yourself or maybe you haven't or whatever. And some of y'all is like asking me for notes, asking me how was it. And so I just wanted to touch on each of them and kind of give you guys like the lowdown. I mean, I'm not about to give you like a recap on like, oh, this happened and then this happened and then they said this. But I just wanted to give you guys some of my takeaways from each conference. Um, and I really feel like the order of the conferences and um, the things that happened, the people that met, like how God showed up in each event was completely like ordered by him, like. What is the verse about, like, the steps of a wise man are ordered by the Lord, something like that? Like, yo, God is a God of order. I know that. So the first conference I went to was Millions Conference earlier this month, which was right in Washington, D.C., and I love D.C. We were on the National Harbor in the Gaylord Convention Center, and that place is huge, first of all, and beautiful. And um, that was just such a good getaway. Uh, my brother... First of all, guys, let me just, I can't tell you, I got to testify, okay? Like, I just got to. So, Millions Conference, it was crazy because the theme was rich in recession. And if you pay any type of attention to the news and whatever, like, you know that a recession is eminent. Eminent? Is that the right word? I don't know. Somebody read the dictionary and they'll let me know. But you know, like, they're saying that the economy is going to go down, tank. I can't think of the word, but whatever. Like, we're supposed to have an upcoming recession and it's crazy because um, the average person, when they hear the word recession, they like freak out. But if you're really about your money, you know, recession is a great time of opportunity, a great time to build. Um, and if you're really about your money, you know that there's still money to be made in a recession. And so that being said, like I always kind of told myself, not always, but like the past couple months to years-ish, I've been telling myself like, yo, when that recession hits, I'm about to build my wealth off of it. And so... It's crazy because my friend told me about Millions Conference because E.T. was in the building for that. And if you know me, you know I'm a follower, Eric Thomas, and have been for a couple of years now. So my friend went last year and she was like, oh my gosh, you have to go to Millions Conference. E was there. It was so amazing. And I was like, uh, I mean, I would love to, but I already got Pinky Promise on my calendar. I already got Women Evolve on my calendar. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it, you know, working girl. I don't know if I'm going to be able to squeeze it in. And so I remember like one day I was on Instagram when I was still on Instagram, still deactivated my account. Don't know when I'll be back. But anyways, that's besides the point. When um, I was on Instagram one day, there was a post about the conference and the theme being rich in recession. And it was just as I was talking about my vision board and things that were coming to pass. And then I saw that rich in recession and I was thinking about how I've always said, yo, I'm going to build my wealth in the recession. And so when I saw that, I was like, what? God, okay, got you. I got to be there. I got to be there. So then I pulled up my calendar and it just so happened that I had that weekend off from work. 
And so I was like, it's done. I'm going. And it was crazy because then, like, like I said, I'm overcoming procrastination. So I wanted to get the early bird sale, but then I missed it. But then something told me like a day or two after to like go online and see if it was still up. And sure enough, it was. So I was able to um, get my early bird ticket for Millions Conference and be in the building. But then it was crazy, y'all, because uh, my boyfriend was supposed to go with me and then he had to work. And like I was kind of counting on him to drive because I had to work the night before the conference. So I was um, when he told me he couldn't come, I was like, oh, my goodness, like, how am I going to get there? Like, I know I need to be there. But y'all like a four hour drive after a 12 hour shift, like I'm not going to make it. So I was just like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to like I know I need to be there. Like, how am I going to get there? I don't want to miss too much. And I'm just like low key stressing about how I'm going to get there. But I was on the phone with my friend Jacqueline. Shout out Jacqueline. And um, I think her podcast is Mom Unfiltered. And I heard it's bomb. So I'm going to have to check it out soon. But y'all check it out too. So I was talking on the phone with my sis Jacqueline. She's in Cali. And um, I was telling her about the conference and how I knew I had to be there. She was like, sis, if that's where you're supposed to be, if you believe that God has has that God has told you to be at this conference and you need to believe that he's going to make a way for you to be there. And I was like, okay, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. I will figure this out. So then I reached out to my brother who, like I said, is home for the summer from Cali. And I was like, hey, like there's this conference. I really want to go. I already paid for the hotel. I already paid for everything. I'll pay for food. I'll pay for gas. Like I really just need you to like drive me there and we could spend some time together. So I was like, would you be down for a little brother-sister road trip? And sure enough, he was. I love my brother so much. So we took a little trip down to um, D.C. together, which was just awesome, like quality time for the two of us. And so, yeah, so that was Millions Conference. Well, that's not Millions Conference. That was the story behind me getting to Millions Conference. And the the two main things that I just took from Millions Conference was – that first of all, like, um, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast or out loud like this, but like, I am actively, I don't want, I want to say this right. Okay. Cause I have my friend, shout out Chris Coleman and all that he's doing, but he doesn't, he gets on me when I say I'm trying to do something. He's like trying either you are or you're not. And so I just think of him as I try to say this. So I am in the process. Yes. I like that. I'm in the process of becoming a millionaire. And so I, you know, like you can't just put things out there, these big dreams, these big goals. This is the car I want to drive. This is the house I want to live in. This is the career I want and all that and not like do action about it, like make take steps, make and take steps, whatever. So like me going to these conferences is me investing in myself. So I say I want to be a millionaire. All right, well, how am I going to get there? You can't just say you want to be a millionaire and work a nine to five. Like what else are you doing? What else are you reading? What else are you studying? Who are you listening to? So anyways, Millions Conference. Um, I had to be in that environment because I am a millionaire. All right, I'm just going to say it a little prematurely, but, you know, it's coming. I am a millionaire, and that being said, I want to be in the presence of other millionaires, which Millions Conference gave me the opportunity to do. Like, And it's crazy because just being in the room with uh, other – I don't want to say – can I say other? Yeah, I'm going to say it like that. Being in the room with other millionaires was just like, yo, you belong here. You belong here. And it also just really expanded my mind into the possibilities of what's possible just to, like, how much money you can actually make. Like, people are out there making six figures in less than an hour, y'all. I don't know if you knew that or not, but that's something that God, like, has shown me um, over the past couple months. 
Like, there's money out there, and people are doing it, and you can do it too. Like, people are making six figures in less than an hour, guys. Um, well, so let me just, like, just, just marinate on that. Let that marinate in your soul. People are making six figures in less than an hour. So it's being done. It has been done. I can do it too. You can do it too. Um, and also, I think um, it's some people, they wanna, they'll say they want to be a millionaire, or they're trying to get their money right, whatever, because you know, they want the car, they want the, they want to go shopping, they want to put their kids, I don't know, like all these reasons for um, amassing wealth. But I think the difference between trying to build wealth because you're trying to build wealth and trying to build wealth because you got the kingdom mentality is you know that you building wealth is not about you. You building wealth is about impacting lives, it's about being a blessing, it's about generational wealth, legacy, um, I think when you uh, when you have that kingdom business mentality, you know that you building wealth is bigger than you. And so to be in a room full of people who understand that, priceless. So that's kind of what I got from Millions Conference. Then the weekend after that, I flew out to Denver for Women Evolve. And guys, like I reposted some of the videos, but I absolutely love Sarah Jakes Roberts. Like she is just a powerhouse. Um, I don't know when I listen. I don't know about you guys, but. If you haven't heard Sarah Jakes Roberts preach, like, go listen to that. It'll bless your whole entire life. Like, she's just amazing. And when she speaks, like, it makes me want to, like, like, <laughs> y'all. When I listen to Sarah Jakes Roberts preach, you can't tell me nothing. All right? The devil can't tell me nothing. The devil, <laughs> I wish the devil would. Like, that's the mentality. Like, I'm just ready to just, like, <laughs> get my fight on, okay? Like, <laughs> what? There's an enemy? I'm not worried. You know, do you know who I am? Like, that's how I feel after listening to Sarah Jakes Roberts and it just really like fills me up and empowers me and gets me like bold. I love that word guys. That's like my word for 2019. Like it gets me bold and like ready to go. Like that's just the vibe and the energy that she gives off and that she definitely brings that to the conference. She, um, so the theme this year was like Bruce Heels, which is based off of the Genesis verse about how, um, something about like how the woman's heel will be bruised. And the serpent's head will be crushed, I believe. Guys, don't quote me. Go read the Bible. Anyways, but the idea was that bruised teeth still crush serpent's heads. Like, even though we might have been through some things in life, best believe that we have the victory in the end, no matter what. And so that was kind of the theme and just that whole idea of, like, refusing to lose. And um, no matter what you've been through in life was just powerful. And then also the fellowship of just being in a room full of women all out here trying to evolve, trying to be our best selves, trying to live our best lives, a room full of women like that. Um, and just this whole idea of like, yeah, I'm going through my journey in life. I'm going through life, but I'm not alone. And looking to your left and your right and seeing another woman and being like, sis, I got your back. Sis, you are not alone. We're going to win together. Like that environment was like powerful, powerful, powerful. And I, it's crazy because last year, like, I'll just keep it real with you guys. Last year, Women Evolve was, like, it for me. Like, Pinky Promise was good, but Women Evolve, oh, my goodness. But then this year, like, God flipped the switch on me. <laughs> like, Women Evolve was good, but Pinky Promise, y'all, last weekend in Fort Lauderdale. Last weekend? I don't even know what day of the week it is. Okay, so this past weekend, yeah. In Fort Lauderdale was, like, life-changing for me. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Going to all these conferences back-to-back like this, I already knew that, July was going to be life-changing for me, but I had no idea the magnitude of how it was going to be life-changing and just all that God was going to do for me. So, 
that being said, um, Pinky Promise was fun. Like, we went on a girl's trip to Florida. Um, so that was fun. First of all, I love Florida. Florida has a very special place in my heart because my family, we used to go there every summer as um, when I was growing up. Like, that was our family vacation. Orlando, we had the timeshare. We went to Disney. We went to Universal. We went in the pool. Like, Florida was my family spot. Like, we literally spent two whole weeks down there one year, which was a bit much. But <laughs> the point is, Florida has a very special place in my heart. And then as my family, as life went on, like my family, we weren't able to go to Florida every year like we were in the beginning. And so there was a couple years that we didn't go to Florida for. And then I got to go back in high school for my senior year trip, which was honestly like one of the best trips of my life. I mean, at that point, up to that point in my life. So uh, my senior class trip, we went to Disney. We stayed in Disney. Like we had free reign. It was like, all right, y'all. Um, here's curfew, here's the things that you must be at. Other than that, like, go out and enjoy. Like, don't do anything stupid. Like, we're in Disney, y'all. So that was the last time I went to Disney World. Um, yeah, I went my freshman year of, of high school because I played in the AAU national, champ, national tournament with my basketball team. And then I went my senior year of high school, like I said, for my senior trip. But before, but there was a gap. Um, and then like in college, I didn't go to Florida at all. And so this is my first time being back in Florida since those times. So it's been like four years. And um, as soon as I landed in Fort Lauderdale, actually, it's crazy, y'all. Like I was making fun of my friend because she was flying Spirit and I flew Delta. And she beat me there because of the weather. But so I actually, um, we were flying like we were circling over the ocean, but we didn't have the all clear to land. So they weren't sure if we were going to have enough fuel to keep circling. So we went back up the coast to Orlando to refuel and then back down to Fort Lauderdale. And it's crazy because, like I said, like I've always, every time I've gone to Florida, I've always landed in MCO, Orlando Airport. So just to touch down there was like fond memories. And then when I got off the plane and saw the palm trees, like I was just in a happy place. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And then um, a couple things that I got from the conference First of all, like, one of my favorite things about Pinky Promise is just the worship. Like, that worship is powerful, y'all. And not even, like, I don't want you guys to get the picture just to just, like, oh, worship. Like, that's when you have your hands up and you're, like, crying and, and it's just, like, you're, like, laid out. Like, yes, there was that. But then also, like, Pinky Promise, y'all, that worship, we turn up. Like, all the way turns up. Like, that, oh, my gosh. What? Like, you would think we had a party the way we are in worship. It's amazing and just such a free environment. And um, maybe I'll post the clip so you guys could see the environment that Pinky Promise Worship is, um, that it creates, that it welcomes, that that happens in that room. But y'all, let me, that environment is so powerful. Like, I got my cup tattoo because I went to Pinky Promise Conference and because we were in there talking about, Fill my cup, fill it up, fill it up, fill it up so high. I can pour, I can pour up. Anyways, that's like the Pinky Promise anthem. I didn't mean to sing. Like, I'm questioning my voice at this period in my life because I used to be able to sing, but I feel like now I can't sing. But anyways, um, that is like the anthem for Pinky Promise. And after going to that conference and experiencing the power in that room when we worship, I was like, y'all, I'm getting a tattoo. And I remember my friend, Gusline, that I was with, she was like, girl, you crazy. Like, you really about to get a tattoo right now? And I was like, yes. And so my other friend, Arabella, 
went with me to the tattoo shop in Atlanta. And so last year, it's been one year since I had my cup tattoo, which as you know, if you listen to the last episode, um, the cup tattoo, if you didn't go back and listen to it, you know my cup tattoo is my favorite tattoo and the meanings are just, People look at my tattoo and they're like, oh, you like, like, what do you have? Is that a cup on your ankle? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, what? Why do you have a cup on your leg? Like, do you like to drink? And I'm like, um, no, I really don't. (laughs) And then I like explain about some of the meanings about my cup tattoo and how it's about, um, living a life that fills your cup and filling your life with good things and being intentional about what goes in your cup and just being so full that you can pour out like all of that and then some, um, yeah, so if you want to hear more about that, go listen to the cup tattoo episode that I previously put out. But yeah, like that environment of worship is just powerful, powerful, powerful. Um, and also what I appreciate about, no wait, before I go on to the next thing, the other thing about um, the environment that worship creates is that when I was in Pinky Promise Conference just worshiping, guys, it's crazy what worship does like the lord inhabits our praises and when i was at pinky promise last weekend so i'm not afraid to like go up to the altar during worship and be like right up in the front and just me and god but um this time i just felt like i needed to sit down during worship and i did and i pulled out my journal and when i would tell you i was writing away guys like writing 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 like every couple seconds like i don't know if anybody was watching me probably not because they were like lost in the spirit but like every couple seconds i was like writing, writing, and then I put it down and I get back to it. And then two seconds later, I'd be writing, 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 writing again. And like, when I tell you that, like, it's been one year since um, I decided that I wanted to build my own brand and be an entrepreneur and like do all that kind of stuff. Um, That vision was birthed at these conferences last year. And I felt There was like a couple weeks ago before I went on all these trips, I was talking to my boyfriend and I was like, I feel like I didn't really get as far as I wanted to get in this year. But I know that like God's timing is always right on time and the best is yet to come. But I feel like I didn't do all that I thought I was going to do. But Pinky Promise showed me that because, okay, wait, back, backing up. Sorry, guys, I want to get ahead of myself. During worship at Pinky Promise, y'all, when I was writing, I was literally writing out like, my business plan and what I want to do with my brand and what it's all about and what I want to speak on and what I was going to do this podcast on and um, other things that I'm going to keep on the DL for now that are to come as part of my brand and um, what I'm trying to do. And that literally all came to me during worship, y'all. Like I've heard people talk about, oh, God downloaded this onto me, this idea. He downloaded it into my spirit, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like that's so cool. But now I've actually experienced it. And it literally was like that. Like, I was just sitting there like, okay, okay, okay. And then, oh, yeah, and that, that too. Yeah, I want to do that too. Like, literally sitting there just writing, 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 like, my business plan. Like, that literally just got downloaded to me during worship. So that was, I don't know, like, um, that environment, there's nothing like it. It's such a place of clarity and peace and freedom. Whew. Anyways. So, yeah. Also, what I appreciate about appreciate about Pinky Promise Conference and all the speakers is their authenticity. Like, those people get up on the stage and they keep it real with you and they're completely themselves. And um, there's something to be admired about authenticity. And, you know, like, I'm such an advocate for being your complete self. Like, that's why I come to you guys and I do the podcast and my hair is just like, whatever. And I'm in basketball shorts and a tank top. and Or maybe I just, like, left the gym like, there's something to be said about being 
completely yourself. And um, yeah, like I just gotta, I gotta shout out Pinky Promise Conference because those speakers are completely themselves and I appreciate that. And oh, and also like, that's why my podcast is named after a Cardi B song, (laughs) y'all. Because there's something to be said about what happens when you are unapologetically yourself, which I think I also did a podcast episode on earlier. It was one of the like very first ones. So check that one out too. Guys, you got to promote yourself. Anyways, um, I also just wanted to say like before I came on live today, um, it was crazy because like I'm about to go into beast mode, grind mode. I got that dog, whatever, all that. Like I'm about to just really put my head down and get to work for these last five months of 2019, as I said earlier in this podcast. And so um, I was with my boyfriend and my parents tonight. And when I was leaving my boyfriend, I was like, yo, like, what should I do when I get back home? Like, do I want to do the online financial school? Shout out to Michael Pittman. Um, check out the online financial school, y'all. Like, he's talking about it all. Stocks, mutual funds, um, IRAs, um, credit, and all this other stuff. Like, if you're trying to get your finances right, check him out because he's really doing something. And um, I think, like, there's a lot of misconceptions and fear when it comes to talking about money, and it really shouldn't be that way. So I joined the online financial school um, I also bought Marshawn Evans Daniels program, speaking program called uh, Brilliant Branding. Well, it's about speaking and building your brand and just marketing yourself. So I bought that. Um, I also am listening to her book right now, Believe Bigger, which has been revolutionary for me, honestly. So if you're looking for something to listen to or read, I'm, I said listen because I'm listening to the audiobook, um, Believe Bigger by Marshawn Evans Daniels. Like, you will not regret it. Um, I'm also obviously doing my podcast. I want to, like, there's just so many things that I'm going to attack before 2019 is over. And so I, like, I don't want to waste any time. Like, time is of the essence. Like, if you think, like, that procrastination is thinking that you got tomorrow. And tomorrow is not promised. And so when I was, like, leaving my boyfriend today, I was like, yo, like, what am I going to do when I get home? Like, should I do the financial school? Should I do the branding program? Should I do the podcast? Like, what should I do? And he was like, I think you should get home relax, spend a couple minutes with God, and then go from there. And I was like, wow, you're right. You're completely right, you know? (laughs) Like, that was solid advice. Like, he was really right. Um, And so that's exactly what I did. But it was crazy because, you know, when you tell God, like, all right, God, I'm about to spend some time with you, like, everything, not everything, but, like, the devil does not want to hear that you're going to spend some quality time with God. And so, y'all, like, I got home, and I did, I, I've been shopping lately. If you guys haven't noticed, I've been shopping. I'm not even going to lie to you. I've been shopping. But I know how to shop, okay? Like, yeah, I spent a couple hundred dollars, but I got mad stuff. Anyways, that's besides the point. So I got home, and I was showing my sister all the stuff that I got. And then I was like, all right, all right, all right. I got to spend time with God. I got to do the podcast tonight. And then, like, the next thing I know, like, we're about to cut a birthday cake, and, and I got to go to the bathroom, and then I want to answer, I'm texting all these people back and forth, I'm on Facebook, and it's just, like, all these distractions right before I'm about to spend time with God, and so it's just crazy, like, the distractions are real, y'all, <laughs> and that's part of the reason why you might not see me on Facebook as much, um, finishing out the year, but anyways, and that's why I deactivated my Instagram, like, I don't need the distractions, um, yeah, it was just crazy. Like I had to, and also when I'm in worship, like itself, uh, my brain, I don't know about you guys, but my brain is like 
like always going, always going, always going. And so like when I'm in worship, sometimes I'm be having thoughts and I have to ask myself, like, is this something from God or is this a distraction? Like, do I need to like get it into even more than I think I already am? Um, but yeah, like it, worship, this sounds kind of crazy, but worship is a good exercise to focus because y'all like, like I said, the distractions are real. So if you're trying to build better focus, spend, try to spend some time with God. All right. The distractions will come, but that doesn't mean that they'll win because you know, mind over matter. Um, but yeah, like I just got myself in a good space before I did this episode. And so I was excited to do this. I need, like I said, I, it's late and I didn't even care. But, um, now that I talked about the conferences all a little bit, what I really wanted to talk to you guys about and why this is part two of the cup tattoo is because I wanted to talk to you guys about, um, being full, like, I really want somebody out there, and I don't know who this is for, but I really just wanted you guys to know that you were not created to be empty. Like, that emptiness feeling that you think is part of life, that you've grown accustomed to, it's not your calling. It's not what God wants for you. It's not normal. It's not how it's supposed to be. Like, every human being out there, we all have, like, holes. You know, we're all missing stuff where things have been taken away from life. And it's just a fact of the matter. Like, we all, we all holes, y'all. We got missing parts. But I want you guys to know, and something that I'm believing for myself is that emptiness is not my portion. Emptiness is not your portion. Like, you were not created to feel empty. Like, and that's why I think of my cup tattoo. And people, like, I've had people ask me, so, because it's literally just a cup and people ask me, like, so is the cup half full or is it half empty? And I'm definitely a half full kind of girl, you know. But the truth is, the truth of the matter that is, oh my God, I can't even talk. The truth of the matter is my cup overflows, okay? I know it's just a cup and you can't see the water, but my cup overflows. That's the real truth, like, for everybody who want to know, is my cup half empty or half full? Nah, fam, it overflows and so does yours. But the point is, like, that's how we were created to be, like, life and life more abundantly like that whole emptiness feeling which we all go through in life that's part of being human I want you to know that there's more to life than that if you're feeling empty tonight like there's more for you like if you're feeling empty tonight this is not your ending if you're and I'm saying tonight you know whenever you listen to this podcast maybe you're gonna hear it tomorrow morning when I drop this maybe you're gonna hear it a month from now years from now I want you to know that emptiness is temporary and emptiness is not your portion and you were created to be full and to be overflowing you were not created to feel empty so now that I've said that a bunch of times um I want I was thinking about this concept of like being full and in fullness and filling yourself up and um I thought about it because you know like I said my cup tattoo is all about filling your life with good things love laughter happiness joy wealth um God, um, peace, freedom, you know, when I think about the things that I want to fill my cup up with, those are the things, good things, you know, and, and when you fill your cup up with good things, it's something that you have to be intentional about filling your cup up with good. And when I say cup, I mean your life, your cup is your life. Um, when you, when you fill your life with things, if you want to be positivity is not on accident. Positivity doesn't just, here's some positivity for you. You know, like, let me just deposit some happiness in your spirit. Nah, y'all, like, positivity is intentional. Positivity is purposeful. Like, 
if you are intentional about your peace, about positivity and todo esto, all that, like it's very intentional. Like you can't just decide I want good things for my life and sit there. That's not how it works. Like you got to go out and get it, go out and create it. Oh, that's another lesson I got from Pinky Promise Conference. Um, Heather Lindsay was honoring her friends and she was talking about the things that they've like how they've served her, how they've given to her. One of her friends um, gave her a free vacation, no questions asked. And I was like, I need friends like that in my life. Where, where, where are my friends that giving me free, free vacations, you know? And then something just hit me and it was like, we're so quick to say, I need XYZ kind of people in my life. I need da 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 But how quick are we to say, oh, you know what? Let me be that person. Let me be, I want friends that give me free vacations. Why don't I be the friend that gives free vacations? I need friends that take me out to eat. Why don't I take somebody else out to eat, you know? And just being being that which you wish to receive, like, it works, y'all. Like, you want love? Give love. You want money? Give money. Like, you want, I don't know, fill in the blank, guys. Like, whatever you want, don't be afraid to give it. Um, it's more blessed to give to than receive. Anyways, back to my main point. Like, if you're going to fill your cup, your life, your household, your kids, uh, your mind with good things. It has to be intentional. And um, I thought about this idea of fullness and filled and full and filling, whatever, you know, any, any way you want to say the word. I thought about that idea and I was like, like this con, okay. So I know that I wasn't created to be empty. I know I was created to feel full, which like, like these going to these conferences, these type of environments, those fill my cup being around like-minded people that fills my cup. And so I thought about all these things about like what makes me feel full in a good way because I realized that you could be full in a good way or a bad way. And so I wanted to talk about that more. Um, and so I think I'm going to start with the bad side first, like being full in a bad way. Um, and when I think about how to determine whether something is filling you up in a good or a bad way, um, I think it really has to do with how do you feel after, like after you do X, Y, Z after it's said and done, how do you feel? Like, for example, after I was up in these conferences, like learning, growing, living my best life, I felt amazing. Like, that's why I'm here telling you about it. But then um, there's other things in life. And the three examples I thought about was overspending, hooking up, and overeating. Like, all right, we all been there. Maybe not all of us, but, you know, most of us, myself included, have overspent money at one time in our lives. And, you know, in the moment, you might be feeling good. Like, yo, I'm about to go shopping. I'm about to whatever, buy X, Y, Z. I'm about to treat myself, live my best life, you know. And in the moment, it feels good. It sure does feel good to get yourself some, like, a gourmet meal or some cute heels or whatever. But then after you look at your bank account a couple of days later, after some bills hit, you're like, mm, maybe I shouldn't have spent all that money. We're going to have to do better next time. <sighs> yeah. So, like, overspending. In the moment, you feel full. You feel good. Like, life is good. Like, you let you balling, you know? But then after the fact, after you look at your bank account, you decide, you know, maybe that wasn't the best decision. So, again, like, that's that's my first example of, like, being full, but not the good kind of full. And then, like, hooking up. Like, I'm not about to lie to you guys. Like, I'm not hooked up with some people. And in the moment, like, that is it's great, I guess. It can be. I don't know. You know, anyways, we're not about to get into that. The point is, like, hooking up, like... In the moment, like, it could feel really good. But then afterwards, I'm like, yo, why did I even do that? Like, I don't even talk to that person no more. Like, why? Like, for what? I feel like crap right now. Like, 
you know again another example that in the moment you feel full you think you're feeling that's really what this stuff all is like you're feeling a void but not the right way um and then like the last example that i thought about about being full but not in a good way is literally being full y'all overeating all right i don't know about you guys but uh i've definitely overate a few times like i've definitely should have stopped eating and kept eating and like definitely been full i've been like you know i gotta finish this all you know and like i said in the beginning, life is good. You got this nice plate of food in front of you. Everything tastes good, seasoned right. Like, you just living your best life in a good place. Like, and, you know, what else? I don't know about you guys. Obviously, I'm really a foodie. If you've been watching my stories, you know I'm a foodie. Like, I love to eat. Like, y'all be saying, oh, Ginger, you're always working out. Yeah, I'm always working out because I like to eat. Anyways. So in the moment, like overeating is great. Like you just, you ready, like mouth watering, like about to tear it up. Like you didn't eat all day so you could eat right now. And then you start eating and then you keep eating. And the next thing you know, you gotta, um, you can't even wear your pants. You gotta unbutton your pants because you're full, your stomach hurts. You got, I mean, I don't have this, but a lot of my patients, you got that acid reflux. Like you, a couple minutes later, you're on the toilet and like you overfilled yourself, like was it really worth it? Like, so again, like you can be full in a good way and you can be full, be full in a not so good way. And I think the difference is how you can tell whether you're filling yourself in a good way or not is how you feel after, like after you've done X, Y, Z, after the fact, like, do you feel full in a good way or do you feel regret? Do you feel shame? Do you feel, um, guilt? Cause all of those emotions or feelings or whatever you want to call them, shame, guilt, regret, they're all definitely things we experience. But let me tell you something. You're not meant to stay in those things. You're not meant to live a life of shame. You're not meant to feel guilty, the weight of guilt. Um, you're not meant to live in the past, which is what regret is. Like there's so much more for you. And if you're doing things that are making you feel those things, like I'm going to need you to check yourself. Guys, speaking of that, like check yourself before you wreck yourself. Me and my siblings used to say that to each other, like as a joke. We thought it was so funny. Like, check yourself before you wreck yourself. But as I grow up in life, I realize that that's so real. Like, please, like, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because, like, in the moment, you be thinking you're lit, and then you're not thinking long term. In the long term, like, the stuff that you're doing that you think is lit is really not. And so, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, like, if you're, I, I just question you guys to think about your life and the things that you're doing and the patterns that you keep repeating and ask yourself, like, is this making me a better person? <laughs> is this serving me? Like, how do I feel afterwards? You know, because it might, I mean, most things that we do that are not good, it's not that we're not a good person or that, um, that, that what we're doing is like super terrible necessarily, it's just we're human and we have needs, but how we go about filling those needs is is a determining factor. Like, you know, like some it's not a bad thing to be human. It's not a bad thing to have needs, but what might be bad is how you're filling those needs. Like I said, like go back to all of my examples, okay? Overspending. Okay, wait. I don't know how I'm going to work out this one. You know what? Let's skip that one. Let's go to the other two. Like hooking up like, we're so quick to be like, ooh, like, so-and-so's a thought. Like, they out here, the whole neighborhood then ran through that. But what we're not doing is saying, like, oh, like, that person is out here, like, hooking up. Like, and we're just, you know, like, 
nailing to the cross of that. But what we're failing to say is, ooh, like, that person is really looking for affection, as we all are, because we all need love, you know, we all need affection. But they're just going about it the wrong way, you know? Um, That's really what it comes down to. Like, behind the hooking up and the sex and the texting and all that is really just somebody who needs affection, but it's going about it the wrong way. And I think about overeating. Yo, we got to eat, okay? Like, we got to eat. That's a fact of life, okay? But, again, we have the need to eat. And when you overeat, when you got to unbutton the pants and just let it all air out, you know? Like, you had a need and you just went about meeting it the wrong way, kind of, because look at the aftermath. And the other example that I always think of is, like, that person who's out there selling drugs. We're so quick to be like, oh, drug dealers, like, terrible people, like, oh, like, ruining a community, da, da, da. which, you know, um, might be true or false in some cases. I don't know. But instead of, like, looking at that person or that kid, I think of, like, the news and how they're so quick to nail somebody to the cross, especially black boys, like, oh, these thugs. Okay, well, how about this? Like, and The Hate You Give is one of my favorite movies. Like, I forgot the kid's name that died, but you know, the movie, the kid that the, whatever. Anyways, the point is, like, that kid in the movie and and so many kids in real life, they're not bad kids. They have a need. They need, you need money to live on earth, period. Like, who's going to argue that? Like, there's a need, a need, right? And then selling drugs is filling that need. Um, it might not be the right way. Like that, That's what I want people to do is instead of nailing somebody to the cross because they're selling drugs, realize that that person is just trying to provide a need at the end of the day. And why don't we help them find a new way to meet that need rather than getting hung up on the fact that they out here selling drugs, you know? Like, yeah, like these, the the way that you fill your cup negatively, it really isn't because you're a bad person. It really isn't because of, bad things like there is legitimate need there and it's all about how you go about and like fulfilling that need am i doing this in a good way am i doing this in a bad way and i want you to know that there is a legitimate good way to fill every need that we have as a human it might not be the easiest way it might not be the sexiest way it might not be like the one that you would would be that would be your first preference but I just want you to know that all of the needs that you have, there is a way to fill them the right way. Um, so anyways, yeah. Y'all, I want you to think about your cup and filling it. There's good and there's bad. And when, when you think about filling your cup in a bad way or things that you might do that might not be the best, I want you to ask yourself after I do X, Y, Z. Because in the moment, you might be feeling lit, all right? Like, yes, food. Yeah, like sex is good. Can we just put that out there? Yes, food. Yes, sex. Yes, money. But after you're done with all that, like, how how do you feel afterwards? Because you were not made to live a life of regret, shame, or guilt. So if you're feeling any three of those things after something, I'm going to use you to question, why is that in your life? Let's go to the flip side now. Filling your life with good things, which you know I'm all about. Um, when I think about how I feel after filling my life with good things, I feel clean. I feel pure. I feel free. Because there's a certain type of freedom that you could walk in when you know that you're doing things right. When you know you're out here behind closed doors acting a whole fool, you can't go out in front of the crowd and then act like you got it all together. Like, it just doesn't work like that. 
So anyways, when I'm living my life right, when I'm doing, I'm filling my life with good things, with God things, I feel pure, clean, free. I feel hopeful. I feel excited because I know like life could get you down. Like I've been there. I've definitely been in my bed thinking like, yo, it would really be easier to be dead right now than to be alive. I'm not going to lie. Like I've, I've been there. Like why? It would just, life is a little bit rough right now. Like, but you know, like when I'm filling my life with good things, traveling, family, God, like I feel excited. I feel hopeful because when you fill your life with good things, I think you kind of know like not only is this moment good, but it's not the only good. Like there's a lot more good moments to come. There's a lot more of this where it came from. Like the best is yet to come. Like my God has plans for my life that are going to give me a hope in the future. And you know, like when you're out here doing bad, like overeating, like overspending and all that like you don't feel excited like when your bank account is in the negative it's hard to be excited but when you're saving money when you're investing when you see the money growing it's easy to be excited like you know I'm sorry like I really just got excited like I've been excited lately because I've been filling my cup with good things um and you know what else I realized that when you fill your cup with good things you feel complete and that's for me how I know that I'm filling my cup is full in a moment you know when I just feel complete, like when I am in a moment and I really just feel like, yo, nothing could be better than this. Like there could be nothing added or subtracted to this moment right now. Like this moment as is, is everything. Like when I feel like that, when I feel like my cup is, that's how I know my cup is full. Cause there's no, there's no, I'm not worried about what I don't have, what's missing, who's missing, what didn't show up, who didn't show up, what's in my bank account or not. Like in that moment, Life is just good, and I, I want to encourage you guys to seek out more moments like that, seek out more friends like that, seek out more places like that, that when you're in that place, when you're with that person, when you're doing X, Y, Z, like creating, you know, because I feel like we're all creative beings and we just have different ways of expressing it, but like when you're doing those things, like when you, those things that you feel like in this moment, I couldn't ask for anything more. Seek out more moments like that. Like, I want to encourage you guys to fill your cup, okay? Whatever it looks like, whether it's a mug, a martini glass, a shot glass, a plastic cup, you know? Like, my cup on my ankle is a glass cup. Whatever your cup looks like, whatever you're about, like, fill your cup, guys. Um, and I'm not talking about alcohol. I got to throw that out there because some of y'all are a little out there. I'm not talking about alcohol. I'm thinking about the things that that are that add to our lives anyways that make up our lives and who we are (sighs) so basically y'all my cup has been full and I'm pouring out this is my podcast is me pouring out y'all and um my cup was full over these this past month of July my cup is full right now and it's going to continue to be full and you know that also the exciting thing about God and how he loves us is just that like there's more than enough of God to go around. He doesn't run out. And that being said, like there's your cup, even if it's empty, I could promise you it's going to get refilled because that's the kind of God I serve. Like there's, you know, like when I think about the ocean, it's like, y'all, like if this, if you got a cup and you're standing in the ocean and you fill it and you pour it out, you're still going to be able to fill it up again. And like, That's how I feel about life. Like in one moment, my cup is full. Life is good. And the next moment, my cup is a little lacking and I'm really ready for the next season where it's going to be full again. But the point is, I know it's going to get full again. And and so, you know, like I wrote this in my journal, but um, I love God because he's a refill kind of God. 
free refills at that. Hey, you know, who doesn't love free refills? You know, when you all see and you see the menu and it says free refills. Oh, yes. Okay. So God is a free refill kind of guy. And um, I just want to continue to encourage you guys to fill your cup and don't be afraid to pour out. Don't be afraid to give. Don't be afraid to fill your cup with good things, you know, because we only have one life to live. And at the end of the day, this is about you and no one else. All right. Nobody else. People could add to your cup, but like at the end of the day, it's up to you to fill it. And so I hope I'm making sense to you guys and I hope you got something out of this episode and I know it's a little bit on the longer side, but thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And as I always say, like the best is yet to come. We're just getting started. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Get Up 10 Podcast.